Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Pink Spoon. That's right, just a taste, a little hit. Um, every podcast, 10 minutes or less. Guys, thank you again so much for rating, reviewing, subscribing. Most importantly, thank you guys very much. I've been reading all your comments. I've been replying. So thank you guys for the kind words again. Anything you want to chime in on, anything you'd like to see, anything you don't like, feel free to chime in, just like right now. That was uh, Steve Simone, <laughs> a great comic. But um, guys, let's get to it. We only got 10 minutes here, right? So uh, let's see here. We have got, what do we got in the news? Oh, God, Alec Baldwin. Ooh, Shot a prop gun and killed um, someone working on the film. It's a horrible tragedy, obviously. What occurred on there, uh, I first heard, heard about it on CNN, and CNN reported that although this did happen, uh, Alec Baldwin that day was mostly peaceful. Um, obviously, Alec Baldwin in, in some legal jeopardy. We'll see what happens with him. I personally, after this, I'd love to see him do a movie with anybody from The View. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this. A recent poll shows that Taco Bell has been rated as the most popular restaurant in the United States of America, Taco Bell. Um, and I think this is why we have an electoral college, guys. That's pretty much how I would sum that up. Uh, our country is in dire straits. Who knows what's going on with COVID, with the president, with the border, with Trump, with all this stuff. And I think in the United States of America, saw what the United States of America is doing to the United States of America, the United States of America would invade the United States of America to save the United States of America from the United States of America. Okay, I wanna talk about Ashley Preston, Ashley M. Preston, who uh, I guess was staging a lot of these protests outside of Netflix due to some joke or subject matter about trans people that Chappelle did in his new special, The Closer. Um, and, and lo and behold, lo and behold, what happens? Oh, somebody went through a Twitter feed and found a bunch of anti-Asian, anti-Latino hate speech. Hate speech, that's that's what it really is. And I don't even feel like uh, giving it any merit, but uh, it's always the people that are out on the soapboxes, again, that you gotta be wary of. You know, anytime there's like a Republican senator that's like, you know, we gotta put these laws against gays and gay marriage. It's like, flash forward three months later, who's getting there? Who's getting drilled up the ass in a motel by by some choir boy? Well, it's, oh, it's that senator. Well, why was he so passionate about? Well, there we go. I guess now we know. And it's always folks on a soapbox that are out declaring righteousness that you got to be aware of. And once again, here it is, uh, Miss Ashley M. Preston. Uh, obviously, the the hate tweets are all out there, and you know you you look at this, and I just find it absolutely. Crazy that they're trying to cancel Dave Chappelle. Let me just say this. You can't cancel Dave Chappelle. You can't. Dave Chappelle has a body of work that is undeniable, too big of a name, and you can't cancel him because, and it's not saying he can't, his behavior can't be excused, but he's a comedian. He's literally a comedian. So you're trying to cancel a comedian for doing what a comedian does. And you can't cancel probably the comic of this generation and maybe last one too and maybe the next one um, because people pay a lot of money to go see and hear Dave. Now, the difference between Dave Chappelle and I would say 85% of other stand-up comedians right now is that people will pay to see XYZ. People pay to hear what Dave Chappelle says. That's the difference. 
Dave Chappelle is a social commentator. And much like Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, they want to hear his take on it. They're, that's the value. That's the commodity of Dave Chappelle. And what makes Dave better than 99.9% .9 of other comedians is he does it extremely well. He's got an incredible filter that everything goes through. And the algorithms that he produces are bar none some of the best tangents you'll see in stand-up comedy. I think most stand-up comedy works on the surface and the digger one deeps the bigger the gold, and Dave is very proficient at knowing where the enormous nuggets are. That's why I, I just, I, I, I'd be hard pressed to find a comic that's gonna say anything negative about Dave Chappelle. He's not only one of the most prolific voices in comedy, he's also one of the nicest. To be completely honest, I, I, you'd be hard pressed to find anybody that would say, I think the worst thing you could hear about Dave Chappelle is him coming in and doing two hours. And that might be the staff like, oh fuck, you know, but at the same time, they're also like, fuck it, we got to see Chappelle tonight. So, <laughs> you know. I, I think it's shocking that people are outraged at a comedian doing what a comic does. It's like going to the beach and seeing a shark attack and people are like, oh my God, can you believe he got attacked by a shark? It's like, no, that's where this happens. It's the beach, that's where the sharks live. I mean, if a shark attacks somebody at a Lane Bryant, I'd be absolutely shocked. But how the fuck did the shark get in a Lane Bryant? And why a Lane Bryant? Like that, I, I would have a million questions about a shark attack at a Lane Bryant, but at the beach, Fuck no. And it's the same way I think about stand-up comics and this day and age of outrage, woke, political correctness, cancel culture, them being miffed at a comic, doing what a comic does in the setting of a comedy venue, theater, arena, or club. Now, I understand people being upset or outraged at comics on social media. I cannot believe it's taken me all these years to realize this, but what I've realized is comics telling jokes on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, I can understand why somebody could be outraged or miffed by that because it's not a comedy club. And comics are thinking this is a comedy club. I'm gonna tweet jokes on this because this is a comedy club and people that follow me know me from the comedy club. Well, guess what? There's somebody taking a shit you know, on a toilet during their work break while they're at work and they're like, what the fuck is this? What is this? How many of these people never even been a comedy club? So I totally get it. I understand that because this isn't a comedy club. This is a phone, social media. And they're getting a thousand different opinions and filters and news media and misinformation or information. And then something comes across and this day and age where people are so emotionally invested in their side of the line, I totally get it. So, uh, you know, if it's an ill-conceived tweet, I understand why somebody could be miffed, but at the same time, you're living under the banner of comedy. When people are getting upset at a comic doing jokes in a comedy special, you just gotta say, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's what happens there. Just like a shark attack at the beach. That is what happens there. Which brings me to this next part. Uh, you know, this whole thing with cancel culture, woke elements coming into the comedy field. And I think over the course of last year, you've seen a lot of folks and news publications take comics out, literally wipe them out of their livelihood. I've got an enormous problem with that. And I don't know if I'm a little late to this. I never wanted to put fuel to the fire and add gravity to anybody's situation. But I have a lot of friends 
that are stand-up comedians, obviously, that have particularly been affected by cancel culture over the course of the last year. And I just want to say, I personally believe in due process. I believe that we should not give the public the right to condemn and take away someone's livelihood. I think that's why we have courts. I think that's why we have due process. I think that if there is a crime committed, take that person to court, let the judges decide it, let the jury system decide it, let civil trials decide it. But I think the minute we let a news publication come out and produce a story, usually for the female victim, um, what the gentleman gets is a statement. And I think if you're going to be an objective news source, balance the scales. Give the gentleman a story as much as you're giving the lady a story. When you're skewing it towards a statement versus a story, well, it looks awful absolutely horrible. Then the outrage comes in, the justification comes in, because that's the evidence. You didn't read that article? How horrible is that? And then you get to see a statement, and then the, the gentlemen want to produce their own story. And by the time evidence is accumulated and given to these news publications, and these news publications will not publish it because that, in turn, would be considered a retraction. Well, I, I think that's, that's the trouble. The retraction, the lack of giving a platform for the evidence, I, I just find it incredibly disheartening and shocking to see, and I know firsthand in talking to people that I believe are of good character, of good faith, and good friends. I can never say what went on or what did not go on. I can just say I can attest to the character of the individual and in hearing and speaking to these individuals on a personal level, knowing their side of the story, not just getting a statement, I would prefer to stand with somebody that is my friend and wait for due process to fulfill its obligation and let the courts decide before people are vilifying and taking away livelihoods. So we went a little serious on this one, but I think uh, stand-up comedy is a little on the defense these last few weeks, maybe even months. You know, I personally have gotten a lot of flack for standing by certain comedians. I've gotten flack for posting things with certain comedians. I've gotten flack for defending someone like Shane Gillis in the Asian American community. I gotta say, I'm a comic first before I'm an Asian American. I'm a comic first before I'm an American, and a comic first before mostly anything else. I gotta, I gotta be honest with you. And I'm not one to just blindly say under the banner of comedy that person's right. No, I'll, I'll take each individual case separately. But I just want to impress upon people: please give a little more credence to hearing out other sides, facts, um, maybe legal processes before we jump to conclusions and ruin people's livelihoods. So, got a little serious this one, but again, just a taste, the pink spoon. Thank you guys once again, truly appreciate it. Uh, we will be back next week and I'm sure it will be a lot more lighter subject fare. All right, thanks again guys, lots of love. Pink spoon, good night.